As a kid, you know, always been about a dollar. And, you know, fast forward, you know, this is just where my mind be most of the time. Just how I could just come up with a plan to turn one to two, long story short. And all of this through just legitimate and stand-up type affairs. And with this, this just brings me to my next point. Over the past uh, week and a half, two weeks on Instagram, I've been seeing real, real kind of like sickening shit in a way. And it's kind of two-parted. The first part is I hate whole clowns. And pretty much I've been seeing people running these gambling games, big ball of bingo or whatever, or whatever they call it. Pretty much they might have 15 slots. And I've been seeing people who hosting these little games make anywhere between three to like $5,000, literally. And pretty much clowns out there would pretty much help somebody get anywhere from $300 to $5,000 by just not doing anything, just by hosting a game and you giving them money. I've seen buy-ins anywhere from $1,000 was, was the highest one with 15 slots and the winner gets 10. Long story short, you're letting the person just uh pocket five bands just for the fuck of it. And I've seen people do smaller ones, but they pocketing three to five hundred dollars just off the strength of you being a whole clown. And the second part of this is pretty much goes back to the social media era. I touched on this, you know what I'm saying? And people be so infatuated with people they don't know and just that whole little luster that just bullshit uh social media portal gives people. Pretty much all these people I've seen seen running them little games with their little racketeering scheme have been people with little like uh clout on the internet. Like uh party promoters people that's kind of big in the dancing world and also a dj there's this three different people i've seen you know what i'm saying with over fifty thousand followers and pretty much just because they got some type of clout going back to the social media era people would just let them finesse them out of like i mentioned 500 to goddamn five bands it's crazy kind of long-winded man but this shit is just straight mind-blowing to me I say, whoa, welcome to the Best Friend Weekend Podcast. It's your man, Aldo Nice. It's your boy, Raj Smooth. Wow, it's your boy, Los, a.k.a. C.A.P. Hey, listen, man, Rumble, we appreciate your energy. That's one of the stories we was going to talk about this week, so I'm oh, happy definitely. you came off the dome with it. Raj, he was speaking to you when he said, whole clowns. What are your thoughts initially on what he's had to say, Raj Smooth? Well, that introduction was a little weird because it was like, you're a whole clown, Raj Smooth. Uh, so thanks for that. <laughs> no, uh, you the person no, who I, I know what you mean. the term whole clown. I mean, I just made it better. We talked about that last like week. When we, uh, Raj, when we talked about the 10 things Best Friend Weekend brought to the culture, whole clown might could have been one of them. Cause. It might could have, but it wasn't. Maybe for next year. <laughs> Maybe for the fourth anniversary. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't like whole clowns either. And I definitely, I've been seeing this as well. And and when it came up on the agenda for the podcast, I I, I wanted to know exactly how it worked. Because I didn't understand when people was just posting a little like, little like, oh, okay, this is how it works. This is how it works. This is how it works. I wanted to really watch like a YouTube video. So I went and watched a YouTube video. And the first thing that came to my mind was, you got to be kidding me. 
I'm not ever going to give no way. And, 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 the, and the, the math of it all is when you put your name in it in order for you to get your money, whatever that whatever your 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 um, agreed upon money would be. A hundred twelve people got to join for you to finally get from the outside to the inside. Okay, to the, so to the middle part. So, rise. I don't want you to confuse it. It's two different things. Mm-hmm. So, the big baller bingo that Rumble is talking about is something that I saw some guy. I don't remember his name, but Leonard Fournette and Meek Mill was on like the first one I saw, and it's no literally way. no, absolutely. It's literally like fifteen slots with numbers one through fifteen, and they put right. their name on it, and they all put up like a rack. And then they pick a number out of 1 through 15 because Leonard Fournette was like, oh, I got that 7. And he won like two times in a row with the number 7. And he won the $10,000. So hmm. they, he was giving away $10,000 for 15 slots worth $1,000. So the nigga was just pocketing five bands for running the bingo. That's one thing. The thing you're talking about is that thing that looks like a hexagon or something, right? The yeah, it looked like the little. Thing. It looked like that little thing where you'll you'll read like, all right, pick a number one, yeah. two, three, four. Yeah, pick yeah. a color one, two, three. Yeah, that's what I thought open that up that daddy. That's that's the um. I don't know how to put it. What's another way to put it besides the Thomas youngsters bullshit? Like it is. It's is the it's the Ponzi scheme. Yeah, like that's a whole different thing. So it's two different things they're running right now. And I mean, you know, and they got they got the they got the blessing sort the, the so, blessing uh part two. Well, you uh you put in, I think it was like fifteen hundred. You put in like fifteen hundred, and you can win eleven thousand. But you put in fifteen, and you gotta recruit two more people to get to put in. So that's the thing that you and Raj both talking about. So Raj, the first one that I think is important to talk about is the one that Rumble just spoke about, which is blatantly just best friend weekend um bingo. Yeah. And if we said everybody a slot is fifty dollars, and everybody put fifty dollars up, and the winner wins. The pot minus five times fifty dollars. Like you get my point. Like they just put more slots than it is. It's not winner take all. No. It's winner take some, yeah. and that is yeah insane that you would do it. But a lot of people I mean, don't. but that's, that's that's the same thing as when you go to the Super Bowl thing and they got them squares. When you're the Super Bowl, oh, board, and somebody don't just, give all the money. It's the same thing when you go to. The See, Super I never Bowl play board one that is not. The, it's, I never play one that is not all of the money. The pot. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've been. I've been to some that be like, oh yeah. It's gonna be whoop the whoop, but I'm like, wait a minute! You, when you sit down and do the math, you be like, hold on, you keeping some? And like, yeah, this, this for the house. <laughs> I mean, that's what I would think. Why would I host squares if I'm not keeping some of the money? That's the same. So, you thought, so both of y'all think that. I just always thought that you hosting squares just for the fun of it. I'm just doing it. I'm no, just, it's like no, but right. The reason I feel that way is because I do like fantasy football every year. And on fantasy football, it's not like oh, it's fifty to play fantasy. And we got twelve niggas in the league, and that's six hundred dollars. But the winner get five hundred. Like I'm not about to do that. Like that's ridiculous. I mean, do yeah, people I mean, do that? Yeah, they do. No, I, like think, I think it's two different games. Okay. I also think that it's two different cultures. Like mm-hmm. I think that squares is one culture, it's gambling culture, and I think that fantasy football is not necessarily gambling culture. It's just like friendly competition. Gotcha. So like, yeah, some some commissioners might hold dues for the for the the sake of the the league, you know, to buy materials for the draft and whatnot. But but if I'm running squares. I'm getting money. I'm the bookie. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. That's what I thought. I never so they, played squares so, so before. That's, so what, that's what's happening. That's the same thing they're doing, that's what they're doing. Uh, with, with these punches. But they're they they messing around and getting 5000 That's one thing. So mm-hmm. I I think both of you guys just kind of agreed that maybe that's not the worst thing on earth um, if it they hold the a little money. Because there's no, there's no sports. There's <laughs> nothing to base this on. It's just a number. So I'm going to just pick a number. 
No way. But it's no the way. same thing. Like, you don't know what the score are going to be of the Patriots against the Falcons. It's just... But at least I got some incentive to... 28-3, like, I know that, but... <laughs> <laughs> at least I got some incentive to watch the game. I don't have mm. no incentive to play this. Like, it's just like, okay, cool, I might win some money, I might not. Mm. Chances are I won't win money. But at least I'm watching it, and I got, like, some money on the game. That's hard and I might even gambling. get to choose my square. So, yeah. like, I get... You know what I'm saying? For for me, for me, I'd rather go with the... I I give you five. I got a uh, fifteen hundred, and I got to get two more people to give fifteen hundred. So that's they the, get two. I rather go with that one. That's than the I one do y'all talking about, with the right? Bingo. So that thing is not gambling. That was no, a pyramid scheme. Yes. Okay. So Lowe's, can you tell me the first time that you ever were approached for a pyramid scheme in uh, your life? In my life, it had to be like ninety something. Okay. How like, did that go? Tell me about it. I didn't participate. I heard my well, approach my mama when okay. I was there. Okay. So. So the it, thing was, you, she, Mama, she was gonna give like two hundred dollars, and you know, it's a blessing. Be, yeah, and they had like that's back then when they it was renting out um, hotel ballrooms for when it kind of first came to Louisiana. It was Africans. We we kind of in all Africans then because we didn't see a lot of them. We didn't know how Africans move. Yeah, so they was like, oh, they move fast. Yeah, quickly, and you know, we didn't know they ain't wear no shoes either. But the thing, and about, we didn't know like, how they smell. Yeah, and we were social distancing. But um, you know, you could see the tail. I was in there with my mom. I'm like, mom, this ain't cool. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I had to be like middle school, like seventh, eighth grade. I was like, mama, no. So that same thing hit New Iberia back in like the same amount, same around time, 94, mm-hmm. 93. Yeah. Raj, you probably are going to remember the name when I say it. Better Life. Did you ever mm-hmm. remember? Better Life was what it was called. That was the board or whatever it was. And people was giving money, mm-hmm. but they was giving checks. Yeah. They was giving like mm-hmm. 500, 1,000, yeah. 2,000, whatever. And then certain people was messing around and getting back like 2000 and getting back 10000 mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, it just crashed when they yep. ran out of people. And then people had just donated their money for yep. nothing. Yep. It is a pyramid scheme. It is a Ponzi scheme. So that's the, the that's when I saw it the first time. Mm-hmm. The first time I saw it as a me individually, I was in Illinois one summer um, doing like some research. And I was out there. I was probably like, I was 20 years old. And I remember this lady who was like involved in the program. She was an educator up there at University of Illinois. And she's like, hey, all of y'all come to my house this Saturday. We're having a barbecue. It's 4th of July or some shit. And we all went over there and we was like kicking it, hanging out, whatever. And then all of a sudden they said, hey, y'all come upstairs. And they had a whole PowerPoint. Mm, that's exactly what they it was. They pulled out a TV and a mm-hmm. PowerPoint and they started talking about, hey, look, this is how you can make some money. Mm-hmm. You got to put X amount of money in and blah, blah, blah. And the dude just started talking. It was mm-hmm. some dude who just came in that thing and started trying to convince people to put money. Mm-hmm. And I remember being like, I've seen this movie before. Yeah, I know exactly what this And I mean, like, so all of that is 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 the same exact thing as mm-hmm. what's happening right now. The goal is getting early. So if you want to play around and give some people your money right now, you get them first you early. Up. If you late, you losing that that fifteen. I guess I say fifteen because later at work in uh, January approached me with that same. Little How much move. you needed? Fifteen hundred. Fifteen to get in. Fifteen hundred. Yeah, okay. but you fifteen hundred to get in, but you make it eleven thousand. Now I did see my coworker actually get her eleven. She got her eleven, and she went. She put. She took that fifteen out the eleven, went back in. Of course, she did. She because got you already got eleven. Yeah, she hit twice. But well, that's what you're supposed to do, yeah, apparently. Like you're supposed to me, though, give back. I was like, I don't. Who? How many people do you know? You can just say, "Hey, look, need fifteen hundred dollars real quick to come throw it to this." Because I was like, "Who keep the money?" I had too many questions. Who keep the money? Where the money go? I just she was getting some of her cash. Some of it was cash out. It was too. It was. It was too much different shit. Going I just on. think that at the end of the day. The person who put their fifteen hundred, who is like last in line, who don't ever get money, you just cheated somebody out of fifteen hundred because yeah. this it exactly. all has an expiration date, and I just don't feel like it's like I think 
honestly, I think very poorly. And I don't, I really kind of hate the people who do those things. Because I think they should know better. If it's if it's like you don't know no better, cool, whatever. But if you know better and you just running that thing to get some loot, come on, get the hell out of here. Yeah, I, I like- mean, the way that people have been advertising, the people that's doing it, the way that they've been advertising it is like, they're not advertising it as a thing that's like, like I'm trying to get over on people, of course. Like they've advertised it as like I'm trying to help people out. Like go mm-hmm. get your get your eleven thousand, you know. Like yeah. I'm and I'm gonna help you out whenever Free I win money. my eleven thousand. It's just gonna the money just gonna roll, mm-hmm. and it's just it's just too much. It just seems um, like there's just no integrity involved. I'm I not like I'm not messing around with that. Some things for me are just too good to be true. That's one thing I learned coming coming from Preach. college. Some shit is just too good to be true, man. You know what I mean? And then when when in my especially nowadays, I've been I've always been like this the majority of my life. It just when some shit too good to be true. I'd rather just take the L on it, man. You know what I mean? If I feel like it's too good to be true. Like, it's just like somebody saying, hey, I got them Yeezy for $400. Real Yeezy, $400. And you're like, they could be, but they can't. It's just too good to be true. Yeah. Or say, well, let's not afford it. Let's say, say, a hundred. There's nothing in life where you put money down and you get eight times that amount of money for doing nothing. Yeah. No. Like, that, that is not a thing, dog. That is not a thing. And the fact that people, and some people, they cash out and they try to tell other people about it. And I look at it like, dog, you can't be serious asking me to put my money involved in this. Because it's going to, it's going to run out. It's going to run its course. It's not going to keep going forever. Yeah. Like. And the first thing she said was, oh, get you get them two dudes on your podcast to do it. Is that what she said? First now, thing now, she let me, said. now, let me ask you this. Now, what if Leonard Fournette come up to you and say, look, I'm about to start a, a Ponzi scheme today. <laughs> And you're not gonna be the last person. You're gonna be the first person. How much I need? Though. What you doing? I'm on child support. How much I, I need? Enough, like enough. Five hundred. I need five hundred. What I'm a t- you know what Raj was crazy about it is that I would put it up yeah. because I know <laughs> I'm giving. Can money. I tell you why? Because I know that Leonard Fournette knows so many people mm-hmm. that he gonna have right? nothing but quick. idiots that, that I don't know. <laughs> Get my money but next week. What, what? Okay, so this is the thing that kills me about it. It's always to me in my head. It's like. I'm hurting people that I know. Mm-hmm. Like I'm stealing from people that I know. I got to go recruit people I know. And then next thing you know is everybody from my hometown or everybody from my inner circle or all of my friends have put money on it. And if it don't go nowhere, then I'm just stealing from my friends. If Little Fournette said, give me some money, man, that's, that's, man, that's the whole internet. That's, that's just could whole, you, could you that's imagine, whole clowns. Could you ima- <laughs> Did you could you imagine me? You you finally got me to do it. Oh, look, Raj, I got my I got my uh my eleven thousand. Man, Lowe's got his eleven thousand, but I was a little last. Oh, all right, cool. And then six months later, yeah, I thought uh I thought you said I was gonna get eleven thousand. We no, we, we just we it. just put together and give you money back. We just half and half. I appreciate that. But what? No, I, I mean I I would because I would. I would get him in there, but I don't think I'd I ever be in a position to put him in there because I know how this movie. Yeah, is. yeah. But I'm saying if I got my <laughs> like I remember the uh, the person on my team in my in my job, but she African like a Nigerian. And she came on with one like my my second year. Oh, I need you to come with me on this. And so I said, okay, well, show me your check. I said, when you show me your money, you get, I'll get in. Never showed me nothing. Mm-hmm. I got, oh, I got, I got, oh, uh, I got uh, twenty five thousand points. Ooh. I'm like, okay, how does it equate to? It's money. Eddie Gore does it, but it's a points. It don't have a dollar sign behind it nowhere. Points. I'm like, I'm like twenty six, twenty seven. I'm like, say, bro. Until you show me a check, I don't want hear nothing. None of that. She ain't showed me no check since. I'm 37 years old. Rumble, it's a real thing. We definitely wanted to talk about it because it's flashing through the internet. Yeah. And I feel like times when people at home chilling, like they are right now, and they got a little money, i.e. the stimulus check, yeah. 
These people are trying to take y'all money a couple hundred dollars mm-hmm. at a time. And I just can't condone it. I can't feel... I, I cannot co-sign it. Nope. I think everybody who running these things... Like, literally, every single person who I've seen post something about it, I feel a way about it. Because I feel like most people already know better. Mm-hmm. If I really felt like you just don't know what this is, then I would be like, ah, that, they don't know. They're just over here trying to get a little money. But most people I know, they already know what it is, and they over here like still running with that. And I just can't, I can't, it's ridiculous. I can't co-sign it. That's all I feel about it. That's all. That's all, Raj. Raj, that's all I feel, Raj. We've been down I mean, this road I feel, before. I feel the same exact way, man. I feel like the same exact way, and, and, don't, and don't ask me. If you know me <laughs> and you listen to the podcast, don't ask me. Leave me alone. Straight up. So that burns my boot in. But let me tell you some other things that burn my boot in this week. Hey, man, the first thing that burned my boot in this week is if you're over 35 and you got a mohawk. Ooh. Ooh, I don't like that neither. You know what? I, I don't like that neither. I saw a dude. He was he was he was fresh. I said, look at this dude, fresh, and he had a and he had a a a, pl- a 35 plus mohawk on. And I said, nah, I don't like him no more. I don't like him no more. I, when your hairline <laughs> recede a little bit, you don't need to. He, had, a, he, he had it on. He had it on. <laughs> we say he had a thirty-five on. plus. <laughs> he had a thirty-five plus mohawk. mohawk he had that on his head. Well, I know, I know, I know a dude who keep, who keep a mohawk. Uh, actually, it's, it's a um, a common friend between I and Aldo Nice, and um, I don't see his mohawk mohawk. No, 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 no. Anytime soon. My, my man's. Who are you talking about? His mo it's not like a mohawk though. It's more like that thing more like a little a little curly top. But it's, it's his size not bald. The cut, yeah, the cut is a mohawk, bro. Okay. It ain't no taper. I think you mohawk clown, the more your sides is bald. Like the less and less like your sides are bald, the more it's acceptable. Like Well, let me tell you this. So ahead, I I'm think listening. I think you could have your size ball. I think your mohole clown with the combination of your size ball and your and your the top high. The stick so up like, daddy. It's a, it's like a it's a threshold that you could have. So <laughs> I, I play a little ball fade, you know what I'm saying? Like but my hair short. I play my hair short. I played a ball fade with that top, with that with that, that high top, I would call myself a whole clown. I mean, I don't know. We looking at we looking at a dude that um that I know on on IG That's right now. And, like it's just a whole clown. It's it's a whole clown ism to me. That's all. Like thirty five plus Mohawks. Relax. Like you could do something different. Like the dude who run um Prospect Park. That boy got a thirty five plus Mohawk. Yeah. He got a forty five plus well, Mohawk. No, he might not. What's it tomorrow? D Scott little brother? No, not the young dude. The, the old dude light skinned dude. Own the yeah, yeah. He out of there because yeah. you always run the um the he the risk of it looking like somebody ran a, a um a car over the top of yeah. your, your mohawk, and then the back part. Yeah, the back part. The back part. You just got a ball spot yeah. in the middle, and the rest of it is a mohawk. It's a I mean, rock. I don't care if you even got all your hair. Thirty five plus mohawk is just not for me. Nah, you gotta get a go on, go on get a haircut. It burned my booty. I don't have time for it. I don't have time for it. I don't have space for it, man. Listen, I just needed to put that out there. Another thing um, that burns my booty is when you're in a group chat, right? Um, whether that be IG, whether that just be a text group chat, whatever it may be. And you send a video because you're like, ooh, that thing funny. Ha ha. Ha ha. Chipperachi style. <laughs> One time this podcast brought to you by Chipperachi. <laughs> and you send something and you think it's live, and then maybe a day later, a couple hours later, two days later, somebody else send the same video 
to the group chat. Oh, yeah. That burns my booty. Yeah, you, you can't double up. Gotta pay attention to your texts. No doubling up, man. So, I think that's a big reason. Y'all know I'm not good with texts. That's a big reason why I don't really send a whole lot of memes. <laughs> <laughs> For that reason, exactly. Because I, I don't like that neither. Like, if I send something... You know what would really suck? And I don't know if this is what you just said. I don't think this is what you just said. But if, if I sent something... If I sent something and it didn't get no laughs, and then you sent it the two days later, and, oh, and boys flip out, I would I wouldn't like that at all. Now I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm leaving the group. <laughs> oh, y'all like that man? <laughs> yeah, I'm in the wrong group. So your boys obviously don't like me. Yeah, this group ain't for me. So one time the boy Rumble basically did it this week, <laughs> and what he said afterwards was like in such Rumble fashion. Oh my god! Like when I say only a person like Rumble could get away with doing what he did. The boy was just like, listen, I didn't send it on accident. I sent it on purpose. I sent the same meme you sent on purpose because y'all sent multiple memes in between the original meme and the meme we was looking at. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Does that make sense? What I just see, said? I didn't give everybody the time left to, to take it in. No, no, no. Yeah. He's like, he's like, okay, Al, you sent a meme. Y'all laughed about it or whatever. I never saw it. Mm-hmm. So... You know what I mean? I just let y'all just laugh and do whatever. And then y'all sent two, three more memes in the meantime. And then I finally saw it. Mm -hmm. So if I want to comment on the meme you sent two days ago, and what it was was it was the, um, I don't know if y'all saw it. It was like on Sports Center or something. And it was a, a, a football player singing, walking on the field. And it was like Sports Center, right? And he was singing some little spiritual. It was a black kid. And and me and Gramstar was like, ah, uh, yeah, I guess it was like, that's lame. Why that boy ain't whatever, whatever. And then we sent two, three more memes, but Rumble wanted to comment on that meme. Mm -hmm. So he sent it again then and, then, and then commented. So he, we wouldn't think he was commenting on the memes in between. Mm -hmm. He was only, he was thinking about making sure y'all knew what he was talking about. Exactly. So and he, I was, add, he, add, he added the meme. Exactly. That is hilarious. Mm -hmm. And he said, because, and this is how he brought it to the next level of rumbleism. He was like, because Sports Center didn't break that meme for me. Best Friend Weekend broke that meme for me. <laughs> like, that's why I had to put it. <laughs> Gas. Yeah, Rumbay. Gas. Rumbay. So, I guess. It, Phone rang that. What? That's the only time that I think that's acceptable. If you're bringing it back like that. But I'm, yes. Everything y'all just said is 100% true. I'm not a fan of reposting the same meme. It's not a thing. Let me tell y'all another thing that um burns my Buddha this week. Mask, Corona mask. Um <laughs> with logos for sale. That burns my booty. Hey, I don't capitalize on the struggle. Los, what you think? Listen here. The first thing is this, them not real masks. They serve no purpose. The only thing they serve is to look good. You can still blow a candle out through them things. The corona can still seep through them little holes. They're that cheap ass material with the, the logos or whatever team or whatever dumb shit y'all put on there. It's no reason for you to have a fake Gucci Gucci uh, mask. <laughs> it's, it's it's stupid. I seen a dude. He had a he had a Gucci mask. A Gucci went on, and his old lady had a, like a Louis V went on. Mm -hmm. Like so, y'all waste your time getting fake material to get that made, and probably pay way too much money for some shit that really don't work. It just looked like y'all got money, which people with real sense know y'all don't. I mean, for me, maybe they, maybe they're trying to shine for people without real sense. <laughs> but a lot of people that don't have true. real sense. But you're still shining with the corona because you're about to get it. The first thing that people started telling me when the corona started happening, 
oh, best friend weekend, y'all should make some masks with best friend weekend on. I was like, I'm not doing that. I was like, I think that is ridiculous. I'm not trying to sell masks to be like, ooh, what is big fire mask that got best friend weekend on? And the thing about it, it's only one one mask that really works. (laughs) That N95? Yeah, because you can't, listen, all the masks you have, you can blow through there and blow light out or candle out through the mask. It don't work. Mm. If you if you talking, your breath don't go back in your nose in that mask. That bitch is null and void. <laughs> what, if, what if the mask say? What if the mask say? I, I ain't got nothing nice to say, and so it just it just serves more than one purpose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just for fashion. No, but they say them little non-fashion masks. You got to stick a coffee filter in it. They say if you stick a coffee filter in it, it'll stop you stop your breath from going out. That's what I heard. Okay, well, you might as well just wear a coffee filter. With some duct tape. Rubber bands. Yeah. Scotch. <laughs> or shoestrings on the end of it. But people feel like... But I saw it today. It was like, oh, all anybody who went to Xavier who's a healthcare professional, we got these Xavier masks and I got all my material in and they just came in. And then everybody was like, oh, send me one. I can't shop you right now. And I'm just like, damn, really? Is this a fashion statement now? Yeah. What like this this is what we doing? Hey, this is what we at? But what if, it, what if it is? What if it becomes an article of clothing? Like what if Corona lasts for so long that the new article of clothing is mass. Then we and eventually, fuck, yeah. Then guess what? We suck and we missed the wave. And we should have did exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it won't be still won't be too late if that's the And it damn sure ain't gonna be too late. Never gonna be too late. I mean you, that's basically like saying what if people start wearing t shirts yeah. and then they start wearing t shirts. <laughs> yeah, bro, why the nigga got pants on, man? Why you got just regular people let their dick swing. I mean, I ain't gonna say that. I, was going I to say mean, right you ain't wrong when you're yeah, right, I mean, man. During the coronavirus, I ain't gonna draw us in a minute. Man, let me tell you another thing that burned my boot at, man. Another thing that burned my boot at is people who late for online meetings, whether that be anything. Like, I, I had an online doctor's appointment today at 3, like to talk to my gastro, and he didn't come on till 306. I'm like, it's online, nigga. Stop being late. That's all I got. I mean, but that's, that's, that's on brand for doctors, though. Doctors tell you to be there too. You don't get to see the nigga at four, five o'clock. That's it's on online. You at the crib. It's on brand for doctors though. They on always be late. Doctors ain't never on time. You every any appointment you never had with a doctor or a dentist, you ain't never went at the exact time they told you. But they always tell you to come thirty minutes early. A barber is a better person than a doctor for the most part. Yes, with time. Yeah, please. For the most part, is very very. Um, needed in that statement. <laughs> I, I I cut myself from this podcast. It's brought to you by Raj. <laughs> For the most part, very man. very necessary. Yeah, I just I just feel like online meetings, anything, any Zoom meeting, or anything online that you're supposed to be doing, you don't have no excuse to be very late for it. Yeah. Like you really don't. Like that's not like we're not doing nothing. Nobody doing nothing. That's all I got. I mean, it's, what I think, what I think is uh, is funny about them Zoom meetings is um, is the backgrounds. I think people really got them. I mean, I think people got them backgrounds to hide uh, filth. <laughs> uh, when they put the Golden Gate Bridge up in the back. Yep. Yeah, I was. On, and I'm talking about the ones like you know. I'm silly, so I'll I'll be like, yeah, y'all can see I'm out here in San Francisco. It's about to rain, but you know, I'm talking about the people that's serious about it. Like, yeah, no, nah, I'm I'm not moving this. This Golden Gate Bridge. No, it, it's a lady who it's a lady who's on my our meetings almost uh, every other day. She always, it's like you can only see her silhouette, like she be sitting in the dark. <laughs> you know when uh um on first four eight and they be the witness and they trying to hide their identity. <laughs> <laughs> she be sitting like that every time, white lady. Every time she be like, well, I have the kitchen light on. You guys can't see me. They be like, no. She know what she doing. Nah, she- then the white lady be like. Uh, what kind of light do you have in your kitchen? 
You see, that's the problem with it. People always be in other people's business looking yeah. for stuff in the, in the background. That's but I mean, these are all things that should burn your boot at. Man, look, I got two more, man. I got a lot of things that burn my boot at this week. Another thing that burned my boot at this week is cross church watching during that Rona. When people over there like, no, you Catholic, watch you a Catholic church on um on Sunday on Rona. Like you Baptist, watch your Baptist church. Mm-hmm. When you listening, you're like, hold up, what you watching? Oh, I was just watching Joel Osteen and them. But bro, you're Catholic. Mm-hmm. Find you a Catholic church. They got one on, on social media. Why are you going cross church watching during that Rona? Raj, have you watched church at all during that Rona? Uh, I have not. Um, but um, I don't see anything wrong with people exploring their, their, their faith. You know, like I want to, maybe they got some people that was wondering about some other, and everybody got accessibility, you know, so I was, I'm, maybe, maybe they want to check out a different church. It's a good time to do it. Not you have gonna, to go sit down in, in the church. You going to go, you going to go to yours too though? Well, so what I'm saying is, is if I'm, let's say if I'm like, oh, I've been wanting to check out uh seventh day Adventist, but I don't <laughs> want to go sit down in the seventh day Adventist church because I'm not going to know what to do. Then maybe I could just watch it on TV since it's available to me now during that Rona. So let me ask you a question. You gonna watch that Seventh Day Adventist this week? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> but if somebody did, you know. Whoa, well, welcome, welcome to that welcome to that Amish. This this your man. Hang yeah. my <laughs> whoa, whoa, welcome to that Hispanic Jew Rice. <laughs> lum, lum, Whoa, welcome to that Hasidic Jew pack. <laughs> it's your man. Halakum. Lamb anybody? But um no. I feel like like pe- people past the hop is big now. Like people don't really go to church for that church, they go to church for the pastor. You know what I mean? And it's, it's all about <laughs> welcome to the Buddhist podcast. <laughs> But um, <laughs> people pastor hop these days, right? So I think it's it's whatever it's like rap music, like whatever pastors popping at the moment. That's who who people going to see, especially in Houston. Like if your pastor jumping at that moment, you need to get to church early. You know what I mean? If he had a couple of fire service and that choir singing, y'all praise and worship fire, you need to go and get to the service quickly. <laughs> he about to be stupid. Why well, gotta be stupid? Um, can I see what you're doing? I'm not doing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Zulu <laughs> Voodoo. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the Voodoo Awa. You gotta stop playing with the people like that, man. But um, it's your man Dalsim. <laughs> This nigga dumb man, Papa Shango, Papa Shango. <laughs> but yeah, man, people, you know, whatever passes popping at the moment online, and everything. But it's all within the same going. faith, though. It's all Baptist, though, right? No, it's whatever. It, they, don't, listen, they don't care. Listen, if that man popping, somebody sent him. He said a word that, oh, girl, I like that. What he said, oh, oh, yeah, he saying something. Everybody on him, no matter That's what he's saying. Well, you wanna come to the church of Christ? Well. And you want to have a little sippy sip <laughs> and crawfish. <laughs> we'll be out by 12 because the saints come on around 12-ish. <laughs> but please don't walk through my church door smelling like fish. <laughs> hey, I just think it's a weird flex. That's all I'm saying. That's why I burn my boot at. But I think the way you just said it, Raj, makes sense. If you want to try some stuff, 
by all means, try some stuff, but still support your own Whoever church. Popping, man. The own the your, the God you believe yeah. in. I still say to support them as well, man. Last thing that burned my Buddha this week is a post I saw. It was like it says, "Stop saying Karen." Karen is a sexist and racist term equivalent to the N-word for white women. Calling a woman Karen is an attempt to get rid of women's rights and stand up for themselves. The K-word is stronger than the N-word, at least currently. Misogyny and patriarchy have been around longer than slavery. Just don't use either, okay? Okay, white women. I know we got white women listening. That's a reach, though. Jesus Christ. I'm... Karen, really? Versus nigga? I don't know. What's y'all thoughts, man? I don't have anything to say. Nothing I was just about to say, to say I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what to say against that. Like, what is wrong with the word Karen? They said it's like a word people use in identity. Like, oh, Karen. Eh? Oh, Karen. I mean, it's something I've heard before. Like, I've never heard it. Just it. Mean, it's like Becky. Yeah, definitely. Definitely working in customer service when you have a Karen that comes in. It's, it's a thing. It's a word that people use. Um, you all look Karen about to come in here, and her, <laughs> her name is not Karen. Um, yeah, but it's but not. I mean, I, honestly, like that word, that name is not gonna. I'm sorry, whoever put that is probably in the minority how they feel about it. So I'm, I'm I feel like we straight. I don't, it's, I don't agree with her. Yes, yeah, they got a lie. I, I don't think anything gonna trump nigga, um, <laughs> nigger. Anyway. Except for Trump, he'll trump a nigga. Hey, yeah. A dumper nigga. Um, <laughs> but, you know, yeah, you, you, y'all got to relax with that trying to compare whatever y'all going through through the word nigga because we still got, what, 500 some years on you? You been going through it, what, two or three years? With the foolishness, huh? <laughs> you, gotta, you, gotta, you know what I'm saying? And most of that's online. So you, you, got, you got some years to go before you can catch up to that word nigga. I mean, it's like, just interesting that I think that women's rights, a lot of times we talk about women's rights in compared to like racism and how like those things are interchangeable and it's just really not it's just that's not a thing i mean we we care about the women's rights movement but it's yes. not like a thing where we're going to say that it's more um it trumps you know using the n word and calling somebody a nigga i wish somebody would go ahead on and say that and see the reaction you get cuz the reaction you get is going to be terrible man um so let's just talk about some stories um this week man a big thing i heard this week is the game uh, J.C. Owen, whatever his name is, Taylor, right? Uh, basically, a judge seizes all of his his whole record label mm-hmm. and all of his royalties from his Born to Rap label. So you might guys might have heard about this. Um, Priscilla Rainey, a couple of months ago, was granted any and all rights, title, and interest in any money, property, or future payments due to the record label, uh, which was set up, um, Born to Rap. She's now the owner of his rep- record label, man. Um, basically back in the gap, the game, it was like a, a music video, right? And he, he like supposedly rubbed his hand on her bare vagina mm-hmm. backstage and then she sued him for, um, you know, assault and he never went to court and he never defended himself. And he was like, that's bullshit. She's just trying to get some money. And a judge like ruled, gave ruled for gave her everything. and gave her 7 million. Mm-hmm. So basically all of the royalties and he basically set up. A whole record label, a mm-hmm. new record label, to like not pay her, and now the judge is like she's the owner of that. Mm-hmm. What are you guys' thoughts on that whole thing? Because I think that is a crazy. I got story. one thing. Why was her bare vagina out if she ain't wanted to get rubbed? 
Hold up. My question is, was it shaved or was it like a bear vagina? Mm, like like a, a grizzly. Yeah. Urgh, hairy. That's mm. what I was thinking. Not Jade, but just hairy. Yeah, like bear. Or was it like bear, like B-E-H-R, like painted? Mm. Like bear. Like, I think it was bear like witness. Um <laughs> so so it was it was uh there was a there was a show. There was a show called She Got Game, and that's what that's a, apparently when it happened. I, I read, I, I looked into it. Gotcha. Uh, she, got, you know what I'm saying. So they was they agreed to go on a date, you know, and that man apparently sexually assaulted her more than one time. That man claimed that he had a dentist appointment on the same day, which is hilarious to me. Like niggas gonna nig, I don't whatever. So he had a dentist appointment on the day of the court on the day of the court date, and so. That man just said, "I right, here's everything that that man owns. First off, that's wild. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't know, I didn't even know that could happen. I didn't know you could lose, like, I didn't know if I, if I did something like that, I could lose an asset. Mm. Like, not money, not a fine, not go to jail, but actually lose my record label. What's the thing about it means you don't have the money that's for wild. It. Well, if people sue you, like, that's... I mean, if somebody sued Best Friend Weekend and said we slandered them or libeled them or whatever, mm-hmm. and then they say, oh, well, Best Friend Weekend only worth X amount, mm-hmm. well, they could go after our personal shit. That's how that yeah. go. Or if they say, they go after your personal shit and they say, oh, them boys only worth um, $50,000 each. Give me your house. Then they're going to take your cup. Yeah, exactly. Everything. All your assets. Mm-hmm. So basically, that's so the judge asset. say the judge say, uh, Aldo Nice, Ross Move, and Lowe's no longer are going to be on Best Friend Weekend. It's going to be no. the person. That, no, no they're going to say that. We could be on it, but she got all the money. That's yeah, crazy. That go from, but we still got to do the show. We got to dance. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh, we could not dance, and then they could say we don't pay, and then they could try to put us in jail and stuff. So it's just a crazy flex. Yeah. I mean, do I, I say he's not paying. Do you think that man did that? Um. Yeah, I, I do. I, I, I'm not, I look, I'm not going to put it past him. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he did. I don't want to think he did that knowing he has a daughter. He just up back there rubbing on without permission. Bear. Or consent. Bear or, or no hair. You know what I mean? I, I don't want to believe he did that just without consent. I don't want to believe that. Yeah, I mean, sometimes people get in a position, and I'm just going to say this, and I'm going to use... um. A five-letter term that our president has used before. Sometimes you got enough money where you can grab them by the pussy. <laughs> so, what's good for the gander, good for the goose, yeah. unless, you know, you're black. I mean, the president all but admitted that it's fine. You can just no, grab not, them by the pussy. All, but he did admit. Yeah, that yeah. you could grab them by the pussy. And the fact that the game did it and now it's like, no, we're taking your whole record label mm-hmm. His defense team should have been like, no, we're 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 going to we're going to reference the ruling of court docket um twenty sixteen presidential election Donald Trump mm-hmm. who said that it's okay if you have money to grab him by the pussy. But, I think that that's such a a weird flex when you put those two things next to each other. That yeah. the president of the United States says that's good, it's all good, grab him by their fucking pussy, and a, and a black dude do it. Who's got some fame and a little money? Allegedly. Allegedly. And nah, take all this shit. You can't do that. Well, I think that that's well, a so crazy I, in the way that I feel about that is he should have just went to court. Just I agree go with to him. court. Big part. And then too, I think I think too, it's all about what you got the money to fight, too. 
You know what I mean? Like Donald Trump could find the assets or whatever to fight stuff like that. Who knows if game necessarily has the money? Because if they if they take your record label, you know that means you didn't have the the liquid cash to be able to. The cover. game is not a seven millionaire. I I agree. He a million. So I don't know. If, I don't know if y'all noticed about the game, but the game is fully independent. So anything that he does, if he throws a show, yeah. if he does a concert, but he just all of the ass, like all of the proceeds go to the game. Absolutely. Yeah. So that man. Should have seven million dollars. Yeah, I don't know what his let's, net worth is. Oliver might not be in his name. He might be smart. He might be a person who Spread only had a few around. things in his name, and everything is not you know under his name, which is a, a great a great thing. And I just saw a post with him laying down, like he's taking a nap when he had all that money on the table. You saw that post, mm-hmm. so I, I saw that. So you know, um, who 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 knows? And maybe that record label might be some just some bullshit. You know what I mean? His house might not be in his name. I mean, you know, when you start getting, uh, you know, accused of stuff on, on, a, on a grand scheme like that, or you, I think a lot of those guys move stuff around quickly. You know, they, they learn how to hide stuff in uh, whatever them look. You know, they know how to hide stuff. Shell companies. Yeah, that's shit right there. Yeah. yeah, they hide stuff in shell companies and make stuff where they, they like, it seems like they don't have anything. So maybe he cool her having that little bullshit as record label with no, with no people, nobody on it. <laughs> you know? But we never know. I don't know. I think it's just a crazy thing, man. But just that's a story to, to check out. And I think it's funny how that came full circle, man. Another thing, another story with some men and women things is your boy, uh, Stephen Jack. What they call him? What's his What's his little name? Five Stacks, man. Five Stacks. Come there on, you man. go, man. Stephen Jackson, man. Up in Smoke Podcast. That shit go hell. He, um, oh, this is a good one. Yeah, man. That man, I don't know if y'all saw the story, but go watch the video. He telling about his, how he left a woman at the altar when they was about to get married. And it's just such a crazy story because the story is all about a prenuptial agreement and how she said she was going to sign it. And then it just kept like going over and over and over and up until the day of the wedding. And she never signs the prenup and he leaves at the altar. Now, I don't know. Did y'all read it? I I saw it. Mind you, he gave it to that lady like right after. Three months, I think. Yeah, like three or four months before. Like, like, no, it was, and they agreed upon yeah, it. Yeah, but it, 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 was, it was more than that. I'm thinking like maybe six months before because so they got engaged and then they wanted to go ahead and get the win. But so they went, got together and drew up the agreement and they go, you say, you can't drop agreement unless both of y'all agree. And all she had to do was sign. He brought it home, was like, hey, sign this thing. You know, oh, I'm going to sign, I'm going to sign, I'm going to sign. He's like, all right, cool. And then, you know, he said, okay, I asked her again. And, you know, me say, mind you, we're still planning for a wedding. So he's like, okay, I'm still going. If I say he put out about four hundred thousand for the wedding in Houston at uh, I forgot what hotel, but he put out four hundred. He had Mike Dallas in, I think. <laughs> Shut up. He had Mike <laughs> Bibby, uh, Buku Buku them dudes out Stephon the Stephon Marbury, Marbury mm-hmm. couple guys out the league. Buku, you know, guys out the league. Port Arthur was out there, and up until the second minute. She didn't do it. Like dressed for ready. the wedding in yeah. the back, ready to go. Yeah. Downstairs, like, walked and then downstairs. His, his aunt walked in the room yeah. and was like his the nanny. His nanny. Yeah, it was his nanny who said, Man, listen, she not about to sign the paper. Uh-huh. And he say and he say he say she kept wanting to push and push and get the pastor she wanted. Yeah. And he he said he had a pastor gonna save the money, the pastor gonna do it for free. The church he'd been going to all his life. She's like, no, I want you to say, you know what, I love you. And it was a pastor that she never met, mm-hmm. but he was a like, hey, that, that's her that's her day, so I'm going to let her do what she wants. And he walked but... in there and said, I don't believe in prenuptial agreements. Mm-hmm. If you love her, marry her without her. And man said, I don't believe in this. The God talked to me, too. Yeah, he did. He said, the Lord told me, don't do this without a prenup. Straight up. 
Raj, what's your thoughts on the the idea of a prenuptial agreement for somebody that you love? I I mean I think I think it's I think it's smart. Like if I'm already rich, you know what I'm saying? Like it's smart. This might not last. And and if we could be if we could be community like if we could be proactive about this, let's just be proactive. If I ask you the day before the wedding, then maybe it's a little wrong. Like maybe I got too much in my thoughts, and maybe maybe not even that. But if I if I'm if I'm already rich, and six months before the wedding, I say, "Hey, like, look, this might I, I expect this to work out forever, but you know, stuff happens. Let's go ahead and get this prenup signed." Um, and and you you never do it, but you tell me you will. Like like Stephen Jackson said, um. She 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 wanted to sign the prenup after the wedding. She was crying in the room, talking yeah. about I'll sign it, I'll sign it, I'll sign it. Under and distress, he was like nah, it was right. Like when you when you willing to do something when you crying and stressed, like it, it it's not the same as if you would have done it whenever we was trying to be proactive about it. So I I mean I, I I feel him I feel him on the whole story. I think it was funny. It was hard to it, it was hard to watch. It could have been a ten minute Instagram live, but it was thirty three minutes because uh, he was blowing that dope those. the whole time. Smoke he smoked between, about so four five blunts during the whole the <laughs> whole chat. Four five dopes. <laughs> uh, but but now nah, I mean I, I mean I feel him like I, I you know I feel him and, and the fact that he was even vulnerable enough to be like man I was crying like I was hurt I love this woman like I, I matter of fact I left. I left the Spurs because the Spurs told me that she dressed too crazy for them. Yeah. Y'all not about to talk about my woman like that. So I went and played for another team. Like I did all of this. And and nah, like I'm 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 with him. I stand with him. I mean, I think that there's a there's a probably a number to it, right? Like, if you make eighty thousand and your old girl make a hundred thousand. I mean, I don't I think all I don't, seventeen I, I, of my dollars. Well, no, I, I think that's all. Like, I think that's all. Like, relative. I think if your girl make two hundred and you make fucking one hundred, y'all could probably work that out. But if you make three million and she make fifty thousand, you, you get what I'm saying? Like, there's there's oh, levels. Even if like, I make three million, she make two hundred thousand. No, I'm saying if you make, I know, but that's yeah. like the difference between three million and two hundred thousand. Is the same as if you make fucking three hundred thousand and she make twenty thousand. Mm-hmm. I think I did the math right, right there. Yeah, yeah. That's that. Yeah, that's ten times. Th- that's the difference. If you make three hundred thousand and she make twenty thousand, I'm okay. gonna make her sign a prenup. Yeah, like that is a substan- Like that's fifteen times as much money as I make. I think that that makes a big difference. If somebody makes two, three, four, five times as much as you. I think that's still kind of in the ballpark. Mm-hmm. 10,000 to 50,000, 1 million to 5 million. That's still kind of in the same ballpark-ish. You know, there's yeah. a, there's a, there's some math involved with that. But I if mean, you're making, like you, like I just said, yeah. if you're making three, four, five million dollars mm-hmm. and she not making nothing, which possibly is a thing too, mm-hmm. no, you need that prenup. Yeah. Bro. Well, I mean, think, think, you got to think about it too. If she got to understand. If you're a person who occurs buccal assets along the way, like say you're a person who's moving, shaking, buying shit, selling shit, like that, and maybe I might be making the same, but you always, you know, you doing real estate and got, you still need to sign a prenup. Like say well, I'm making one million and she making, Eight hundred thousand, but if I'm doing these things with my money, I move a certain way, and she's just working, or have it with her money, and she just got the house. Like, cause the thing about it is, the things that you are current and you how you moving, you're buying and selling stuff. That's how you move. So if she get half of that, I'm I'm down. You know what I mean? 
So I think it, it, it just depends on the type of dude you are and, and, and where you at with it. Like, if you if you always buying stuff and, and got buku properties and you don't want her in all this shit, you got. To I have. don't know. I think that I think that's a little short sighted, Los. I would say that like it don't matter how you get it or what you get it. I think the the this is just me. I'm just disagreeing yeah. because I think that I think that the the what you have when you're doing when you actually go into it is what matters. Yeah. Like. You you talking about moving and shaking, but I'm only worth 100 and she worth 80. Then we don't necessarily need a prenup. Like, we going into it. She okay. she's stagnant. I'm moving and shaking. It is what it is. Or whatever it is. Whatever the case yeah, is. I'm just saying, you got, if you got assets going into the marriage, like property. But I think that, all, I think that, all, I think that all counts to what you're worth. Your net worth. Yeah. It's not just salary. No, I, I, that's what I'm saying. All that counts. Yeah, I mean, so if I, I don't got, have a fucking job, but I got a trust fund worth fucking 20 million, nigga, that matters. Yes. Okay, so I guess maybe we're talking the same thing. I'm not just talking about salary. I'm talking about network. Yeah, what, what everything that you have is your cue. And if I have more than you, I I might we might have to sign something. Well, I, I think the thing is that you want to sign something just to be. But I think the biggest part of this story, and Raj kind of alluded to it, is they sat down and talked about yeah. this. Yeah, had a conversation. And she agreed. She agreed. She helped him write up the prenup. Yeah. You can't just go back and be like, I'm going to try to mouth muscle this nigga. And I'm gonna try to slow play this shit to where I could get married because he gonna forget. Man, I know, I know he was tripping two weeks before, three weeks mm-hmm. before, a, a week before, three days before the wedding. Like, damn, why she don't want to sign this prenup? And the way he said, that's all that was on his mind. Mm-hmm. I know that's all that was on yeah. his mind because he rich, rich. He was like, she trying to get me. And then, and then, two once it really finally happened, they had to hurt. That's why he was in there crying. I was about to take this step with you. I wanted you to sign this piece of paper. And you were trying to get me on the cool. The whole time. Like, and the thing is, I don't doubt that she really loved him. No. I don't doubt that she felt like we're going to be together. Like, she wasn't, like, getting into it like, I want to break up with you. But she, she, was just being a, she was just being a selfish motherfucker who felt like, you know what? I'm if I He loved me a lot. Mm-hmm. We're not going to sign this prenup. We're going to get married. Mm-hmm. And then if something go wrong, I'm going to be good. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be good. I'm going to be sure in the prenup, she had something. And you know what? You yeah, know what I was something. thinking? I was thinking... Yeah, I was thinking went. to myself, like, I think that she was fine. I think that the way that... I think that, like... I, I think she just was pr- trying to protect herself in some yep. in some way. Yep. Um, And I think... I. I just could I just could see a manifestation of thought. Like, four years down the line, she... Catch that man doing something, whatever. Like she try to, she try to like make it work. You know, mm-hmm. she trying to do the right thing. Kid, but in the back of her mind, mm-hmm. she got half. Mm-hmm. I could always throw this in your face. One, you know, I could take half from you. How that sound, right? I could take half. I leave you right now. I could take half. And then on the, on the flip side of that, I just think in her own thoughts while she by herself and she thinking about should I leave him because I could I could be I could do I could do things on my own, like. I think all she had all of those thoughts in her head. She was trying to protect herself, and she lost. But they had a kid already, though. Yeah. So she like she's still getting child support. You, that's you eighteen good. years. At ten thousand a piece. I'm just saying that. Like, come on. Yeah, I mean, we could we could do the math. That yeah, kid probably getting closer to eighteen as we speak. Yeah. <laughs> but still, if you can't if you can't get your shit together at, in between what zero or however old the child was to eighteen, come on now. With the money he gave, well, she played herself out of it. Yeah, we all kind of agreed. Be on that paper and stick and stick in the long haul. But I mean, the, 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 to me, it like she wouldn't have came, she wouldn't have came up with uh, an agreement with him that was whack for her. 
So I bet in that agreement, it was like, hey, if we have a breakup, you get like $3 million. Well, I, I bet it was a lot of money in I, that I, shit, I, too. I, I don't even know if it's that. It I just think, wasn't I, I think she was just like, okay, because I know it's what he want to do. Let me just agree to this. And then let me see if I can mm. talk him out of it. Let me see if I can talk him out of it if he loved me enough to do this without that. Mm. You know what I mean? So you think she just let him run over her in the in writing the... I don't know about run over, but just agree. Like, mm. okay, okay. All right. That's fine. Baby, I love you. Because she don't have a plan to sign it. Yeah. And then she was trying to see if he would... That's why she took it up to the time, like, right before that. Okay, okay, I'll sign it. I'll sign it. Whatever you want. That shit. I mean, the thing is that she just went about it all wrong. If she would have just said up front, like, hey, listen, I I don't think that we should put a prenuptial agreement on our love. Like, if she would have mm. even just been up front and, and broke it off right there. Like, let's say if she would have said that and that man would have said, all right, cool. But I mean, he might have been like, "Well, you know what? This ain't gonna work out." And then yeah, she would have saved that's, herself that's being, being and at the altar by, by herself. And that's the thing, Raj. Right, you think that's the thing that people are most upset about, or were most upset about, is the whole leaving a woman at the altar thing. Mm-hmm. And you know, she played her hand. She yeah. played her hand to the end too. Like I'm go- this gonna work. Mm-hmm. And he just wasn't the one. But guess what's the crazy other part of that? So, so I was gonna say, so many people. Probably played it the same way she did and won. Mm-hmm. That the dude right. was like, you know what? I got my whole family. Fucking, I love you. My whole family here. It's embarrassing. I'm not about to leave you here at the mm-hmm. altar. It takes so much. It take guts. Yeah. It take it. It take a lot of a lot of courage yeah. to be I, like. I just want I'm going to hold my my morals and my values of what I think over he said, a woman I love. He said when he was sitting could up you, on the bed. Could you crying. imagine if that man would have actually went? I think there would have literally been an elephant, like an actual elephant inside of the church. <laughs> he said, he said, he said when he was sitting on the bed crying, after when he broke it off, he said, my baby mama came in there. And wipe his tears. Wipe his tears, snot with her bare hand out his nose and told him, you became a man today. I felt like I was watching the best man when he was like, nah, the wedding off. Mm-hmm. The ebony marauder. <laughs> yeah. The ebony humper is over here hitting everything. That's crazy. Bro. Then, then, then the boys, Random the thing. boys was wild. I ain't saying boys in there still smashing the bridesmaids. Yep, the That's friends came and he hit the bridesmaid that night. Her friend. He said, mm. "Yeah, yeah, I took that thing down. Get my, I'm gonna get my. Yeah, I, took, I had to. I'm not about to spend four hundred. I'm not about to trick on four hundred thousand dollars and not get no payback. I feel like. So then, I feel like that may or may not have happened. I feel like that man had to say it to say face after saying he was crying. It's not, and he may or may not have hit one of that thing, friends. I mean, for me, even if he didn't say, even if he didn't say, even if he didn't say hit a friend, you know. I feel like I mean, you know, you know, he just told a big emotional story about him getting played. Like when people tell stories, they gotta make themselves look fire. Cause sometimes, but let me ask you this: you know what? What else went through my head when I was thinking about this this whole wedding? Just think, them boys, and Mike Bibby there, uh, Stefan Morberry was there, uh, Rajon Rondo was there, uh, <laughs> Rondo all the boys, was <laughs> Rick Fox was in there. Yeah, um, I heard, I heard all the boys, was in that Tyrese, Bobby, Val- Bobby <laughs> Valentino was in there. MC, MC and Bumby. you know what I'm saying? Drake, Drake, um, <laughs> Drake Obama was, was to do the there. reception. Yeah. Obama was in there. Obama, yeah. and I'm just thinking, he this dude, Pass like he, he he was marrying a regular. He was marrying a regular chick. Like he wasn't marrying a celebrity. And could you imagine how 
Yeah, he smashed the bridesmaids. Right. Of course he smashed the bridesmaids. Right. These are some regular chick bridesmaids too. They oh, went out. Why would they even go out with him that night? Then? Because she had he had all <laughs> he had Obama was in the car. Blowing sipping that why, why not? Because that's Steven, that's them boys, that's the best basketball players, and not just kind of good basketball players, the best basketball players in the league at the time. You really didn't and let me do I didn't get to get on that podcast with y'all though, Rob, Roger. Bibby was gonna be my favorite king of all time. Just FYI. Nice. <laughs> Just FYI. So yeah, they was with the last. That's probably her favorite king of all time too. <laughs> what if what if king Bibby? James, my, who's your favorite king of all time? King James. <laughs> you. You. Can you imagine if I play for the Kings and I ask a girl, "Who's your favorite Kings player?" You. <laughs> Especially if she regular, <laughs> yeah, of course it's me. <laughs> Y'all are ridiculous. Uh, t- no, stop that. I'm changing the subject. That was a great conversation. But listen, uh, the last dance started this week. What's your initial thoughts on this ten point series, ten part series of um the Bulls? What was it? 95, 96, 94, 95, 96, yeah, 95, 95, 96, I think. No, it was the last uh, one. 97, 98, 98. Yeah, it's the last one. So the last dance, ninety-seven, ninety-eight. What's y'all thoughts on the first two episodes of that of the documentary? What stood out to y'all? I mean, for for me, I didn't I didn't know all that shit was going on with Scottie Pippen, dog. I didn't know that boy wasn't getting paid like that. You know, I didn't know that man signed a uh, uh what he signed prenup. Yeah, prenup <laughs> <laughs> with the Bulls. <laughs> prenup with the Bulls. Yeah, for for thirteen years with the Bulls. I didn't I didn't know that. Like, I didn't know. Scott, all that shit was happening inside. I didn't know that man told, uh, you know, Phil, this, hey, I don't give a damn you win uh, 82 games, bitch. You're not coming back. Huh, bro? I don't care. I knew, I remembered as a child that everybody hated the owner. I remembered that specifically. I, I just didn't know why. Yeah, I, don't I mean, know. I know we, we wasn't super young. We was like 15, 16. But I remember everybody being like, we hate the owner. Yeah, because Jordan left after that season, yeah, after they that. won the championship. But I, I, mean, I, mean, I remember... It was because they hated the owner, but I didn't know why. Yeah, I, 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 I remember feel like he out. I thought that's the only reason why Jordan left, which mm-hmm. was... I knew that. But I didn't... I, didn't, I, I knew it was the owner. I wasn't... I, was, I didn't want to look into shit like that back then. So, Raj, I know this is like some crazy shit, but this is the thing that, that stood out to me. I actually ended up watching This Magic Moment today. I was watching the um the 30 for 30 on the on Penny and, Penny and Shaq... Um, mm. And the and the, the magic back in the gap, and right. they showed like when Penny and Shaq them lost to the Bulls, and it was like, oh, the Bulls came out ready to go, and they showed Michael Jordan taking them to the basket and killing them. Then the next highlight, they showed Scottie Pippen dunking on him. Mm-hmm. Then they showed Dennis Rodman getting a put back dunk. Then they showed Steve Kerr hitting a three, and I was like, oh shit, ESPN been doing this for a long time. Mm-hmm. They have been bastardizing the memory of the Bulls dynasty. Let me put it this way, in a way that you can understand. When the Bulls was winning back in 91, 92, 93, when we was little kids and it was like the Bulls were superheroes, it was Bill Cartwright, Horace Grant, Mm -hmm. Scottie Pippen, Mm -hmm. Michael Jordan, BJ Armstrong. That was the five. People be like, oh yeah, John Paxson. They want to throw that in there just so you can think about it. Nice people, I'm going with it. On this, Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, uh, Dennis Rodman, let's just say Tony Kukoc or Luke Longley, whoever, mm-hmm. whatever. Tony. And Ron Harper. 
But every video you see is Steve Kerr hitting a fucking three. Mm-hmm. Steve Kerr playing, what, 20 minutes a game? Like, like, it's so crazy to me. And maybe it's like the victors get to tell a story or whatever the case may be. The fact that we make it look like Steve Kerr was a pivotal part of the fucking Bulls, the 97-98 Bulls. Yeah, he was on the team. I mean, he had three good shots. He had a couple good shots. He had some shots. Yes, he had some shots. He, some he shots. was Della Dover, my nigga. But, I mean, you, you really can't have no conversation with Ron Harper anyway, though. He was Leandro Barbosa, bro. Like, he was, like, but the fact is, to the point that, guess what they did? On the documentary, somebody posted this. They showed a picture of like this uh the 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 last dance as Jordan, Pippen, and Rodman and Steve Kerr. Oh. And then they showed the original picture, which is Jordan, Rodman, um, uh, Pippen, Harper. Harper, and Cool Coach. And it was those five walking. They soup they took out uh, Harper and they took out Cool Coach and they put Steve Kerr in the Why damn thing. Why do you think thing. they did that? Raj, you tell me. Why do you think they did that? I think just Steve Kerr's relevant right now. Like you know, like them boys, like Rodman got a little bit of a little bit of relevancy when he was visiting North Korea. So it wasn't like basketball reasons. And then Ron, I don't think people really remember Ron Harper. What was they had another Harper in the, in the league at the time that I used to get him mixed up with Bryce Harper. But the thing is, yeah, that um, I think cutting. I remember actually at that age that Ron Harper. Was live to he me. Was, he was nice. Oh, Ron Harper was cold. He was a big guard. Like I mean, I know a little bit about Ron Harper. I just I remember Ron Harper he... used to play. Used to wear them Jordans. He, mm-hmm. he wear them patent leathers. He was the only other player on the team who wore them patent leathers. I besides think the thing Mike. with Ron Harper is that he got an extreme speech impediment. Oh, do he? He started bad. That, yeah, I just right. heard an interview with him. If you Did look up in an interview with Chris Ron, Johnson, shit, this, Kenya Martin. No, nah, he worse than them. Ron Ooh. Harper started extremely bad. Okay. I think that's one of the things where they've been like, well, we can't do no interview with that dude. So I didn't mean to cut you off, Raj. What are your thoughts on Ron Harper? I did. I meant to cut you off. <laughs> no, I don't have a whole lot of thoughts on Ron Harper. I said what I had to say. I just think I just think Kerr is relevant and he won a couple of championships as a coach recently, and so they just put him on there because it got to appeal to everybody. Mm. So everybody knew Jordan and Pippen, but nobody, like, I mean, and Rodman, Rodman. I get you. I get you. Ron Harper, not really relevant no more. So let's just put somebody that people recognize. Okay. Steve Kerr. I, I mean, I get it. I just felt like when I when I tied it into the early Bulls that you want to throw packs and you want to throw like you don't throw Craig Hodges on there, mm-hmm. but that man was way more oh. gas than. Uh, but granted, Paxson hit a game winner in the in the finals, and Kerr hit a let game me, winner in the finals. So I I get. That. Let me tell you. So, so they've been playing. They've been playing old basketball games on NBA TV recently. And we, mm-hmm. we usually, we'll watch a, a couple of them. And the the Blazers was playing the other day. It was like the Blazers against the Celtics. They was nice. And they had a Paxson out there and he was hooping. And I'm like, man, who? I didn't know Paxson was Jim a hooper Paxson. like that. <laughs> it was, it was John Paxson's brother. So yeah, I'm, Jim I'm, Paxson. when I watched the doctor, it was that. Jim Paxson yeah. who was a, a dog dog. So I looked up the, I didn't know, I didn't know. I, I, or I, I forgot, I guess. But I didn't know, so I thought that that was the same Paxson whenever I saw him. So I had to look to kind of delineate the two. But that that was I'm learning a lot. My the biggest theme for me around this whole thing is I didn't the Pippin thing. I didn't know. Um, man, it's just so much. This it's so much I didn't know. You know about like about the Bulls. Like I I, I was it was nice. It was nice to just 
hear everything I knew about the Clyde Drexler thing, like why the Blazers didn't take Jordan because of Clyde Drexler. Mm. Like I didn't really know a whole lot. Jordan stayed in college for three years, and I know he hit that shot as a freshman. But like I'm like, damn, I don't really know much about the other two years of Michael Jordan. Yeah. All I know is that one shot he hit yeah. as a freshman in the championship game. I don't know much about them other two years. So it's nice to it's nice to get a a, a sneak peek, if you will, into what kind of went on back then. Yeah, I mean, it make a bunch of sense, man. You know, like, I felt the same way when I saw um, Harvest, Horace Grant. You know, Horace Grant had a, a maybe a twin, Harvey Grant. You knew that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's all them boys, brother. And um, you knew that. Daddy. Yeah, I'm sorry. The, the ones who who young right now. Um, what, what are they called? I don't remember their names. J- uh, Jerrion and... I don't know. I know one of them. Jer- Jeremy and Jerrion. Oh. Yeah, and yeah, so so you you never know those things. Like like you you look back in time and then you're like, damn, them boys had a twin. Like Akeem Olajuwon had a twin. His name was Akeem, but it was didn't have the H. It was just Akeem Olajuwon. If you go look, and um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar had a twin. Had a, a brother named Luau Cinder. Like nigga, like that nigga used to get buckets, dog. Like like you like when you go back and look at these things way back in the day. Like Drew Brees actually had a brother who played for um for I think he played for like University of Miami of Ohio. His name was Lou Brees. And that man Stupid. that man was super nice. You're a dummy. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. Oh, you you want me to stop? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, what? Please. <laughs> He's reaching. Well, I'm not. So they had a dude named Jack O'Neill who played for um LSU E. He didn't play for Jackiel, Jackiel O'Neal, but they just call him Jack. What up, Jack? And that boy he used to he used to dunk on him. So yeah, I mean, I'm all in, and I'm interested to watch the um the ten episodes of of the yeah the, the Bulls. I just that, wish it came out on Netflix, man. I thought about it today, like I don't why wanna, they I don't dropped it. Wait. I don't like well, the reason I the reason I'm happy they dropped it today, not happy, but the reason I feel like they dropped it today is because of the whole. I didn't even notice that the NBA uh, NFL draft is this week. Mm. I was like, yep. they, they had to move. The NFL draft eyes. is actually tomorrow. Yeah, they had to move eyes yesterday. To yesterday, right? They had to move eyes to ESPN because <laughs> I hadn't watched ESPN in, in a, a month. Minute. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't have known the draft was happening. Definitely, <laughs> and I'm still not gonna watch it at all. <laughs> Raj, just text us with the same yeah, draft. That's how I'm, just, we'll, I'm going. We'll I'm, I'm gonna set my app, my ESPN app, and let me boop, know. Boop, 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 boop. The Saints have dropped. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm not watching that. Yeah, man. I'm, look, I'm gonna try to stay up, but but if I fall, no, I'm not gonna fall asleep because I'm gonna stay up drinking some coffee from my favorite coffee company, Ooh. the Black Coffee Company. So five young Xavier alumni have come together to create the Black Coffee Company. Man, y'all visit theblackcoffeecompany.com to check out their art, apparel, and uh, definitely their coffee. With five unique blends of Colombian, Brazilian, Ethiopian, and Peruvian coffees, these brothers are giving you some of the best java from around the globe and some food for thought as well. These fellas aren't only distributing quality coffee. They preach the major tenets of entrepreneurship, financial freedom, and community empowerment. Uh, the whole movement is dope, but don't take my word for it. Visit theblackcoffeecompany.com and see what all the fuss is about. The Black Coffee Company. Coffee for the culture. If you want to get black coffee and eat for some black people, all you got to do is hit Black Coffee Company. They got push-ups, cups, everything up. All we're going to do is pour them coffee cups up. What you want to do, got the filter with the water, pour it up, baby. Pour it up. Hold up. Black Coffee Company.
So Black Coffee Company is favorite one for the day. Hey man, Black Coffee Company's favorite show out here is um, check on some coffee. What is it? It's it's black as fuck. I don't know if you guys got a chance to watch sure, Black as Fuck on Network. Black AF. Yeah. Um, I don't know. My it's a big thing that's going on, and I'm just gonna lay out the groundwork for it. We don't have to talk super long about it, but I just want to lay the groundwork. If you haven't already, go watch it. Watch it on Netflix. I think that we should support. Black shows on Netflix, especially by black directors and everything like that. Support it. Uh, give it, get the clicks so these people get the clicks and they can do more things. Um, I think it was, for me, the acting wasn't great. The plot was okay. Um, they said it's just like Blackish. I've never watched Blackish. Sorry, so I don't really have a frame of reference for that. Um, I don't give them that much credit. Well, he is the one, he makes Blackish. He's not, but he wasn't acting in Blackish, though. Hmm. I, I, I think the acting was, is, Extremely subpar in this one. I think maybe the plot is good. It could be decent. I think they casted it poorly for me. Um, well, let's talk about that because that's the biggest my part interest, of the casting. Though. I'm a binge watcher. So the thing that people was most upset about is that they said he only cast light-skinned black people. Everybody. It's based upon his fucking family. And they're all light-skinned black. Look okay. at the picture of his family. Like Fine. He casted people who look just like his children. So what? Do you think that that's a problem? Raj, what do you think? If you're doing a show based upon the Raj move life and they wanted to have your older brother and your mom and your daddy and then All they had a big charcoal black dude life. playing your older brother Me. and a pale white woman playing your mama, would you be like, oh, that's okay? Or would you be like, that's not how my family... Look. Well, I would like to have some say if, I'm, if it's the Raj move show on who's going to be casted. And uh, and so so I think it's I think no. It's okay let's say you're directing I, it and you get to pick the people is what I'm saying because that's what happens. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So no, but but how I feel about it is like I think it's okay for black people to say, damn, why he got just straight light skinned people. And if his explanation is because my family is light skinned, then the only thing that black people should say is, oh, <laughs> that's a good explanation. What else should they say? Well, that's all. Oh, oh, oh. I guess for me. It, I don't really care about the, the being light skinned. The acting is terrible. Well, that's the thing that people are most up in an uproar about no, no, no. because the they said every show you cast people, they all light skinned. <coughs> for me, the acting is bad. That shit stinks. The acting is bad for me more than more so than anything. It's just like it's like it's like BT just took the last of their budget for the year and just threw something together, right? I, I just and I don't know why he's in it. He just I don't think the acting is right. I think everything else is pretty cool. The plot and all that, you know, I I, I can see where you want to go with it. Some in some places, but I tried to. I couldn't get past episode and a half. Hmm. Let it go. Ep- I would say episode five and episode maybe seven or eight are good ones to watch because I did watch it all. But I mean, I just was watching. Memory good as hell. I wasn't like I just was watching. Well, episode five was the one with Mike Epps them, and I just was like, oh, oh okay. that's a funny episode. And you went and saw it was episode five. You had your boy Man Boy on it. You know Man Boy from uh, Snowfall? Oh, yeah. And that boy was over there clowning, and it was funny. Yeah, like, so I'm like, okay, that's a funny episode. But other than that, yeah. I just kind of was like, eh. You just had it on the support. It did. Yeah, it just was on. I'm going to switch it over to sleep. I'm just going to run it. It's on. That's all it is, man. That's what I'm going to do. I got y'all black as fuck. I mean... I would be interested if y'all to like. I, I would encourage everyone to go watch it. But I think the discussion is just that: do we need to do we need to support any black show just because it's like one of the few ones on Netflix for yes. us? And I think that's the answer, yes. right? I think we do. Yes. Yes. Because we must. I think we should. Yeah. Yeah. It's a must. I just probably I probably won't. But the, what I do, <laughs> what I did like about it, 
was that it's short. So I, I do, I respect that. Like, I don't want to watch, I'm so tired of, of hour long shows just sapping the day. So just give me something that I might be able to binge watch. The, like, I might be able to watch the entire first season in one day. Oh, with I, this I, show, which is I, cool. I like hour long. I feel like it's more, I get more information that way. I, I like I, hour long, I get more information. I think I get to, to see the plot develop and unfold that way. I don't have no problem in taking a couple of days on my whatever time to watch. My it. biggest thing is I like watching shows that feel like, oh, I got to wait till next week to see what's going to happen because it's this one big story. And I feel like shows like this, shows like Fresh Prince, shows like Martin, like growing up, and I'm using black shows, but any show, like any show ever, Friends, whatever. It wasn't shows that just was like, I, only, I like to watch shows that's not just like sitcoms like that. I like to watch shows that's telling a big story, like mm. Game of Thrones or like The Wire. Yeah. Or like yeah. some shit that's like, oh shit, what, what's going to happen? See, like I'm saying, you see it developing. Oh, okay. Yeah. What's so, going to yeah. Black, Suspense. white, whatever. Suspense. I don't like, like Raj, one of your favorite shows was the Jared Carmichael show. And for, for me, that was one of my biggest holes with that show. It was like, this shit ain't building on nothing. It's just comedy every week that's mm-hmm. just kind of doing some things. So maybe that's just not my forte of show. Maybe that's what it is. I mean, that was, you know, so definitely um, a series is my favorite type of show as well. Um, but the Gerard Carmichael show, I just liked I like it because it just had a bunch of Gerard Carmichael in it. <laughs> hey. I didn't, I, I watched, Talk your shit I watched, uh, me, I watched right? home movies. I don't know if you heard about that one. There's home movies from Gerard, Gerard Carmichael. I didn't like it. <laughs> oh, so, when he said that he let like a dude, um, dome him up or something. What? Wait. What? Oh no. He smashed a dude. Is that what he said? Yeah. He said, no. I've been with dudes. Wait a minute. Yeah. Oh, he, he said, he said it on the shop, huh? On LeBron shit? I mean, maybe he said it on the shop, but I know he said it on home on home movies. For wow. sure. He told his mama that. Hey, yo, mom, you remember when I was in there with Jarrell? I bust him up. <laughs> <laughs> That's not how that happened. Okay, I might have to go back and watch it. You scott was that on Netflix too? <laughs> now you want to see punks? What? What? The, the the home movie stuff. Or oh, was that on HBO? Home movies is on HBO. Did it come on right after Michael Jackson shit came on? <laughs> no? All right. <laughs> so, Raj, you said that he said something about smashing dudes. Does that make him gay? That was actually... Oh now, cue up that music. Oh, that's yeah. nice. You know, they say if you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. If you can't say something nice, don't say nothing at all. Nothing nice to say, but I don't know nice. Ain't nothing nice. Okay, so I made a post on um, Facebook today, and it was talking about that I'm, like, just not, straight up, for the record, I'm not dying so that this country's economy can improve. Uh, You know, my ancestors already did that. Um, What's his name? Dan Patrick, the lieutenant governor of Texas, is telling them that, hey, we would rather die for this economy to get back up for our children because we can't just stay in the house. Listen, man, I'm black. And at some point, they're going to tell everybody to go back to work. And then the powers that be are going to be like, yeah, we should all go back to work because, you know, whatever. It's it's a part of it. It's time. It's, it's time to do it. We, just, we need to stimulate the economy, whatever, whatever. And what I'm going to say is, nah, I'm not going back to work. Until stuff is really safe. I don't believe in Trump. I don't believe in politicians. I believe in science. And until the scientists tell me it's time to go back to work, I'm not going back to work. And 
people like Dan Patrick could kiss my black ass. And I ain't got nothing nice to say about people who are going to try to push that timeline up just to, quote unquote, stimulate the economy. Sean won't say nothing at all. That's all I got. My question. I'm listening. Did he say that on ESPN? <laughs> he actually was Kenny, Kenny Maine threw it to Dan Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, uh, he said it when he was in the layup line with joining them uh, for their third game, their home opener. Boy, said Dan Patrick. Hey, man, you, you're not wrong when you're right. That's that man's name, but he's ridiculous like that. Hey, man, before we get out of here, I didn't want to talk about some other things. Like, once the economy opens back up, people are going to want to start doing regular things. One of those regular things is going back to concerts and shows. I heard um, L.A. and maybe New Orleans said that there are going to be no more concerts or um, sporting events until 2021. Um, New Orleans gonna go on. That's what they said. Bankrupt. Well, that's what they said. My point is just um, in that one of those things is concerts and yeah, like we just said, concerts and sporting events. Mm-hmm. The people who handle that is Ticketmaster. Ticketmaster has been not refunding yeah. anybody for concerts and stuff that they booked yeah. that have got canceled due to that Rona. Well, they, that's they, wild as fuck. What do they you were at first, then they stopped. They realized, hold on, there's too much money we losing. So they stopped. They made Live, uh, Live Nation. They stopped. They were Which doing is the same first, company. They stopped. Oh, is it, Raj? Live Nation is the parent company of Ticketmaster. Yeah. Um, and and they actually, they, they wild. So let me just tell you about this. <clears throat> they wild because they said that the concerts aren't canceled. They're just indif- indefinitely suspended pretty mm. much. So, like, they're, so they're not canceled yet. So we're not going to give you your money back. Right? Like that's that's just crazy to me. That's just finding another way to play people. Yeah. So do you think that it's like if them boys reschedule a concert for like twenty twenty two, they're gonna be like, oh, okay, now that's the one you had paid for two years ago. Like that's your tickets. Is that how they're gonna um, try to play? I so yes, that is that is what I think. Um, and so like what they they actually so they changed it right so like a bunch of backlash happened it's like yeah like we got to get our money back right i mean everybody's calling ticketmaster or however you got to get in touch with ticketmaster to get you know to get your money back and um they they're actually offering people two different um options so you could you could take you could you could take your money back so there's like a 30 day window right like you could they're going to post something that that you could get your money back you got to claim it if you don't claim it, then your ticket just continues to stay in the queue. You can, you can, you can notate your ticket. Like you can keep your ticket for another event at 150% of the value of that ticket. Or the option that I probably would never choose, but whatever, maybe one of y'all would, is that you can donate the value of your ticket to a, an in-brand, like an in-house COVID-19 fund. That they're going to donate to, like, healthcare oh, work. hell no. Which, I wouldn't do that. That's off-brand for me. Yeah. It's, nah. <laughs> I got asthma, man. I'm, I'm not doing that. I, I just don't feel like... Doing, I feel like they're going to pocket I, it. I can't be doing no donating right now. I ain't got nothing nice to say about people wanting me to donate when I got child support to pay. I mean, it's an interesting flex. Let, Go ahead, Raj. Let me, re- let me actually read it to you so I don't sound weird when I say it. So, starting May 1st per billboard... Ticket holders will be alerted to their concert or show's new date, then given 30 days to request a refund. If they don't seek a refund, their ticket will be valid for the event on its new date. If their event has been straight up canceled, well, then their refund will be returned to them either way. 
If that's not enough options for you, however, Live Nation has two other suggestions for those fans whose shows have been canceled. Receive credit for a future ticket through their Rock When You're Ready program, which is up to 150% of your initial ticket's value, or donate them to the value donate the value of your refunded ticket to healthcare employees battling COVID-19 through the company's Hero Nation program. Okay, so did I hear that right? On May 1st, you could get your money back. Yeah. You got to you got to claim it. You got to request it. Oh. So the, I mean, that's a very smart thing in regards to business. Chief? It's a regard it's a, it's a smart thing in regards to business because a lot of people just don't claim their money. You know, they be sending all the time like, oh, these people, you got unclaimed money on the whatever, whatever. So possibly that's a part of it, that people just ain't got no money. And I mean, you could get over on a lot of people by just saying, hey, you got to claim your money by going to this site and pressing these buttons. At least a good 10% to 15% of the people not going to go do it. Yeah, you got to be responsible. And, and if, if, you count I mean, they... be, if you count on people to be irresponsible, you can make some money off of that. True. I agree. What they under fire for is that people claiming that they change that they changed their policy after gotcha. all of this happened, no. so that they had like rules in place, and then after after COVID nineteen happened, they changed those rules, which is very wild. I mean, hey, fat girl need love too, Craig. I don't even go to concerts, so in my head, that don't really. Guy. Why you don't like concerts like that? It's not. It's. I don't know. I just. I just don't get. It. I don't like the only things I go to would be like that. Under under fifty dollar concerts at where at um, where I be going all the time House, of, House Blues. of Blues and going to watch usually it's always watching um, Maybach music people who over there I mean I don't Why know you don't do that's big cool two hundred two three I don't like concert. the whole sit down in a seat and watch a concert daddy I like go to so, a yeah, club and watch somebody venues. on stage I don't like large venues either like where you go we got the Pepsi Center. I, I went. I went and watched Jay Z at the Pepsi Center just because it was Jay Z, and we could get we got tickets for twelve dollars. So Man, I, I went and watched Jay Z. Oh, we was in the nosebleeds. Damn, and y'all um, already in the Mile High City. So in the nosebleeds, shit. in the Mile High, who knows? Really, two bleed. miles. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm not going to see that. And and but I actually live real close to a concert uh, venue that I that I like. So I'll walk over sometimes to go watch a concert. Uh, but no, nah, I don't. I don't. I'm not a big concert fan either. Yeah, I mean, for me, I, I'm. Uh, if I get decent enough tickets, I just I got a price in my head. So, I'm just not gonna to pay. To me, the best concert oh. I've ever been to in my life was the House of Blues, New Orleans, like probably like oh three oh four. I was still in college, maybe oh five. We went to House of Blues just on a regular old Thursday night. Was drinking, smoking, walked in that bitch. It was me, Chris Fox, OT, and all of a sudden, Fifth Wall Weaving got on the stage. Then Squad Up was on the stage. Oh, then it was like that I, I, I want to say it was like I don't think I don't know if Wayne was up there with Squad Up, but it was like uh, Hot Boy Ronald mm-hmm. and just like people just was in that bitch and they just all started doing their songs, and it was like you at the ball, you could grab you something to drink. They got them chicks in there. They, mm-hmm. It's like it's a club and you're doing regular club shit, but and it's a concert. Home, yeah. Like another one, and I can it's remember. club music. Exactly, it's another concert that I can remember. I was at. For All Star, no, it was Super Bowl or All Star, one of the two. I think it was Super Bowl in Houston in like '05 when I first moved out here. And I went, I went into uh, Max's and Ti and fucking Jeezy was in that. Bitch. I was in there, and the boys just was doing concerts. I remember that. I'm like Ti and Mike, and just and we're just rapping. Nation. I remember that, like that type of thing. That's what I, I'm. I'm with that all day. I'm, I think I I'm in there, y'all playing the music, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden I look up at the stage and I'm like, oh shit, Ti. Yeah. In that thing, playing this music like that, mm-hmm. I just don't believe in going in here. You see this um, row fourteen seven B, and I'm about to sit down 
and oh, I stand up and I sit down and whatever. Well, really, well, really, and I gotta I go walk to the concession booth to get really, a drink. Dad, what's the person you want to see get in there? You you don't sit down. Fair enough. I mean, well, I, I, really I, I went to Essence a few times. Watch yeah. Meds. I've been to Wayne Kanye. I didn't do that. And I didn't sit down. When Wayne came on, I didn't sit down. And the Asians in front of me had a whole bunch of that Bob Marley. Like, I mean, uh, a ridiculous amount. I think Lil Chris probably stole it. If it was them Asians brought that weed. No. They then Lil Chris probably took no. it like in Atlanta. Yeah, he, you know, he took it in Atlanta. But I don't think Lil Chris wanted to play with the Asians. <laughs> These Asians had shaved heads. They was what them. I would like to see, I just want the camera footage of, of college Los and college Aldo Nice Ooh. in the same place. No. I just want to see. I want to see that footage. <laughs> like just y'all just doing y'all own thing, but y'all in the same building. Yeah, but we you know don't know each other. That would be yeah. It's just, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, ridiculous. You stepped shit. on low shoe and you wanted to hook with you, but you don't remember him. Yeah. Like something like I hope something like well, that. He, it, back then, he, he stepped in my shoe. Then he was somebody else would have caught him. I ain't want to have to fight back then. Yeah, uh, I just ch- chunky. Yeah, no, nah, not chunky. No, I had I'm talking about like finching him. Not fixed, oh, but I had some other, like... Oh, yeah. Yeah, I always roll with My it. niggas had them pistols, though, so yeah, you could have played with your yeah, world. Yeah, I mean, that's why... Then everybody would have just died. Yeah, it would have been dead. Then everybody would be dead. <laughs> 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 then we all got to die, then. Fuck, <laughs> fuck this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> you want to die tonight? Yeah, ain't no hooping. <laughs> <laughs> ain't no prospect park on Look how niggas act. Nigga, you want to die tonight, you though, die nigga? Tonight, nigga? Hey, I mean... Oh, you like? Oh, you like the Saints? What happened if you about to get in a hook, a fight with somebody, and they like the Saints? Oh, then you'd be like, oh, okay, who that? Yeah, my bad. Hey, relax, yeah. y'all. Hey, man. Ain't wrong. Hey, man. Listen, listen. Best friend weekend live at five every weekday. Ooh. Five p.m. Uh, if if you know if you listen to it on Friday this week, uh, we got we with Edos. And uh, we got a crawfish giveaway, so make sure y'all looking out for that. Go support Edo's this weekend. They open it back up to um to slang some crawfish in y'all general direction in the Houston area. So be on the lookout for that. All things else, man. Look, just just plug into the Best Friend Weekend Podcast Network. We making big, big things happen. Men secure every Tuesday. You know what I'm talking about education, ignorance show coming real. Go soon, follow man. that thing but on IG. All that to say, man. Y'all have a great weekend. Bye. Make it a Best Friend Weekend. Bye. And we out. Cue up their music for the NFL. Scooby-Doo bark. He a dog in the bed. Think mayo on bread. How I spread my legs. Bring flowers instead. Because when I'm done, that twat should be dead. Stomach like a beauty salon. Because I swallow every pubic hair shed. Pause on that dick when I'm on it. I might scream cut, not along it. The dick like Ariana Ponytail. Cause I swear that shit was the longest. He said, how far can I own it? I said, everything, I condone it. His dick ain't got nowhere to stay, so I let him sleep in his pussy to help out the homeless. (laughs) Time to get stupid, stupid, wait. I like to move it, move it, wait. Dick in the hole, then it start to roll. Like it's hula hooping, wait. I ain't talking mug when I tell him shoot the shot. Sweating like a thug when they running from the cops. I'm good eye candy, even the Fetty Wop. And I know I'm for the head like a fucking face swap. Tinted windows every time we outside, because I suck that dick while he drive. 
Let him masturbate with french fries. I don't tell nobody like a mime. Toss my legs in the air like a dime. He come quick like Amazon Prime. <laughs> so much slob raining on the dick. Made him hold an umbrella over my head this time. Nasty. Nasty. Very, Nasty. very, very gross. That's what you like, though. <laughs> that's what the people like. No, that's what I like. Hey, God, go over there and give me that cup. Now, cue up that music for this big fire prenup. <laughs> um, <laughs> Why y'all stupid? That was actually... Oh, now, cue up that music oh, for that nice to- <laughs> I hate how you tapped Los before. You heard him? You heard him? You heard him? Did you hear me tapping <laughs> No, I just know you tapped Los. Because Los was just too quiet. No, no, you know, know the reason why? I wasn't even listening. And you targeted me. You wow. No, I wasn't you even listening. I was, talk, I was talking my shit, Rob. Targeting. I was talking my shit. Rob, I was talking my shit. I wasn't engaged in the conversation that way. This ain't college. Just to, this that league. I'm going to get fine. I was talking my shit. But let me hold Let me hold uh, a 1500 for my Ponzi scheme. <laughs> <laughs> Make Raj pay. <laughs>